the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I already got you laughing, huh? I am Mr. Black. You are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. In other words, living life like it matters. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to talk about programming. No, not the scheduled lineup for Freedom 1570. You can check that out by going to www.freedom1570.com. Not talking about that type of programming. Not talking about the programming uh, on Fox News or Netflix or whatever you do. Not talking about any of that. I'm talking about us, you, me, John, Lee, Valerie. We are programmed creatures. You got to get this. You got to get this. Why do you think? You know, I, I believe in the, the God of the Bible, uh, the God of the universe. Uh, that is my frame. That is my worldview. And uh, I, I understand our God. And one thing our God does is he knows us well because he's our creator. And uh, he, uh, he made us accordingly. And he made us programmed creatures. You know, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously, roughly. Again, that number could be a little bit different. But the whole point of the that figure is to show you that there's a lot more of our experience on this planet that is unconscious than what is conscious. And so I've heard the number, if you're self-actualized, someone who really wants to grow and, and learn themselves, know thyselves, uh, that it could be as high as 11 12%. And so that basically tells you that roughly 90 to 95% of our experience on this planet is being controlled by the unconscious brain, the unconscious wow. mind. And, uh, yeah, that, and, and that is the control center of the brain. All you got to do is study, whether you talk about uh, Dr. Restack or uh, different people who write on neurology and the brain. Uh, you know, we are unconscious creatures, and the control center of the brain is the unconscious brain, the unconscious mind. And we must understand how we create our narratives. See, the narratives that we have are the frames. They dictate so much about what we see. It's the filter. Um, for the, the narrative we adopt becomes the default programming for all other beliefs. You got to understand this about yourself. See, understanding how our conscious mind creates experience and how we create belief systems allow us to have more control of ourselves and our lives. It's, it's critical to know what is the narrative. And that's what today's radio show is called. That's the title. What is the narrative? Because, ladies and gentlemen, you got to wake up. 
you got to wake up because it is confusing. And I told you I've done a lot of uh, my forte is leadership training. Uh, I'm a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. I have uh, as much, if not more, training uh, in Tony Robbins than Tony Robbins does. He, again, his background's neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, and so uh, that is my background. But my forte is in leadership. Uh, it's in leadership. Uh, and one thing I believe about a good leader is we got to be good kissers. K-I-S-S. It's an acronym. Keep it simple, soldier. Uh, because we are easily confused, and the enemy knows that. I mean, if I'm conservative, and so how do you think the left, progressives, they confuse, they conflate issues, they take two or three different things, and they mix them together, which creates confusion, and then they start sh- sh- you know, yelling out, shelling out, uh, basically little t-shirt slogans. It's real and because three or four it's things have been... Well, not for that guy. That guy, nothing's complicated. He just needs to know where to get up, when to go eat, and when to go to the bathroom, when to go to bed. That's Everything else is taken care of. But for the rest of us, our lives can be complicated. And so what we got to do is we got to keep it simple, soldier. I mean, just go to the, the, the Bible. You know, that's my standard truth. Uh, whenever God gives us choice, just look it up. He only gives us two, uh, light or dark, uh, you know, uh, heaven or hell. Um, uh, blessing or curse, life or death, uh, righteous or unrighteous, holy or unholy. Think about it. Uh, be, uh, narrow path or wide path. Uh, because he knows how easily we are confused. And you got to understand, uh, if we're going to keep it simple, soldier, that there are basically two main narratives. you got a lot of other narratives. When you get right down to it, there are two main narratives. Uh, you either have a worldly narrative or a godly narrative. So when you take a look at your worldview, and this is not religion, this is reality. Some of you throw around that word religion like a cudgel, like a lot of people use racism. You use it to, you know, it's the dreaded cross. Yeah, it's the, it's the holy water for the vampire. You know, it's one of those things you put this cross up with your fingers. Uh, even though you don't believe in it, you still do the sign of the cross, right? But you got to know this. It's not biblical. It's not religious. It's reality. There are two main narratives. And I always like to go to Thomas Sowell. Soul, soul. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Soul, I guess. Uh, he's a, yeah, soul. That's what I thought. Great conservative, a great man, a thinker, a writer. And one of my favorite books by Thomas Sowell is Conflict of Visions. And if you read that book, you will see what's going on in America. You will see uh, why America's crumbling. Uh, and he basically goes into that there are two visions. Uh, there's the unconstrained vision and the constrained vision. Uh, and if you think about the two words, unconstrained constrained means no limits, right? In other words, the people with this, uh, this vision believe that man can become perfected and can solve all our problems. Certain people are better than others, and they can evolve. They can uh, outgrow others. They become wiser, more evolved. Uh, today, the word that people want to use to pretend that they're that is woke. I agree with that. That's what the word yeah woke means. That, 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 the word woke means, if you don't understand, it's a condescending term. To those of you who are not woke, to the others who are woke, what they're saying is they're better than you. They're smarter than you. You're stupid. You don't get it. But they are highly evolved. They get it. 
And so they can teach you. They can caress you. They can hold your hand. They can pat you on the butt. They can squeeze your cheeks and tell you it's going to be okay. I used to be like you too, but then I got smarter and I got evolved. And so you have the, the woke and then the rest of us, we're just Neanderthals. We're just troglodytes. And so Thomas Sowell really goes well and he explains the difference between the two. Matter of fact, uh, Steve Pinker wrote about this in, in the book, the, the Blank Slate, and he calls Sowell's explanation the best theory given to date. Uh, and Pinker refers to the constrained vision as the tragic vision and the unconstrained vision as utopian. And see, Sowell argues that the unconstrained vision relies heavily on the belief that human nature is essentially good, right? Those with an unconstrained vision uh, distrust decentralized processes, are impatient with large institutions uh, and systemic uh, processes that constrain human action. They believe there is an ideal solution to every problem and that compromise is never acceptable. Collateral damage is merely the price of moving forward on the road to perfection. And he calls these, quote, self-anointed. However, the constrained vision, Saul argues that the constrained vision relies heavily on belief that human nature is essentially unchanging and that man is naturally inherently self-interested regardless of the best intentions. Those with the constrained vision prefer the systemic uh, process of the rule of law and experience of tradition. Compromise is essential because there are no ideal solutions, only trade-offs. And those with a constrained vision favor solid empirical evidence and time-tested structures and processes over intervention and personal experience. And I'm going to tell you right now, after reading the book and understand Mr. Soul, I'm telling you right now what's going on is this is people have a worldview and a biblical view. Some people think that they are God, that there is no God, that you can make your God whatever you want it, just like the Egyptians did, uh, just like the Babylonians did. Others of us believe that there is a, a single God, uh, and we believe that there's a book out there that talks about that God called the Bible. Some call it the uh, you know, Quran, uh, some call it the Torah, but we believe in monotheism. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what is the narrative. So you want to be back, because I'll be back soon. It's said that governments are achieved by the double tongues. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Did you know that the Freedom 1570 mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming Freedom 1570 at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake up with Matt Ray or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free Freedom 1570 app today. Our sister station is celebrating 20 years on air with a VIP dinner featuring Charlie Kirk and Dennis Prager. Reserve your spot at Freedom1570.com. The Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala is supported by Pro-Life Across America. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. If Fauci came out tomorrow and said, wear your underwear inside out, <laughs> And put on a Viking hat with horns. The entire Upper West Side of Manhattan would, would do it. Oh, he's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. Oh, <laughs> strange doctor. Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. I am not strange. I am Mr. Black. And you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. You know, John just dropped that little plug there. But that's what I'm talking about. Now, there are people that look at this Dr. Fauci. Uh, Fauci. Uh, as this this guru, as this this uh, medical doctor, the guy's a nut job. The guy's been wrong about everything. It's like this Joe Biden thing. I mean, he's getting people slaughtered in Afghanistan. Uh, I mean, Obama, who's his buddy buddy, said, "Leave it to Joe to f things up." Uh, he knows that. I agree Obama with Obama wouldn't support him early on. I, he knows that. I mean, the guy's been wrong. On every, and these are Democratic people that said this before he became the nominee. He's been wrong on every foreign policy issue for 50 years. And you wonder why people are being slaughtered in Afghanistan. We turned our backs on Americans. We abandoned Americans, uh, Americans with passports. They were told not to let them in. It's going to all come out. Well, the state run media won't let it. But some of you out there don't care. And that's what we're talking about today, because it's got to go down. So what would cause such a buffoon as Biden to have half the country think he's doing a good job? I mean, honestly, uh, and what would make so many people hate Donald Trump so much? Now, please hear this. I'm not uh, I'm not here telling you Donald Trump walks on water and Donald Trump's my savior. I'm not None of that at all. That's I think Put Donald Trump was. Yeah, he was a good man uh, at for the perfect time for the job, and I believe he was reelected. I believe without a doubt he got more uh, legitimately cast votes 
than Joe Biden. And I think it was by five or six million more. I mean, he got six million more votes, I think it was, than he got last time, something like that. I mean, he increased in all the key demographics that he needed. And yet somehow Joe Biden got more votes than anybody that's ever. He's got the larger portion of the black vote than our first black president. None of that's true. And yet for someone to say that, they freak out. And it has nothing to do with reality. No one responds to reality. What this has to do with is the narrative. This is what I'm getting at. See, part of this tro- this uh, this radio show, and it's an extension of my leadership training, is to teach you how you work. See, I mean, you know, John, my producer, John's a great guy. You know, a lot of you talk about the great drops that John does, and he makes it entertaining and light, and that's what his job. That's what he does. I give him free uh, free reign. That's why sometimes you'll see me caught off guard. He'll drop something in there and make me laugh because that's his job. See, he knows the, the buttons, the bells, the whistles. He knows all those things to do. He knows when to bring something in and lower something down. He knows oh, what button. the cutoff time is. Yeah, he knows all that stuff. That's what he does. He's in the radio business. So he knows how to operate the radio systems and allow me to speak in my office in Dallas-Fort Worth and be broadcast from Minneapolis-St. Paul uh, and heard in Russia and China and New York and Boise, Idaho and Las Vegas, Nevada, right? Because I got graduates all over the world. And then my podcast that's bi-weekly and the radio show and my leadership training and the way of warrior.blog that's now becoming viral and so now i have more people following me and more people listening to me and more people interacting with me uh, than ever before and most of them are not my graduates i only got maybe uh, i don't know 12 to 15,000 graduates around the world and so um, I, I got to believe i'm in the six figures of people listening whether second third or fourth hand being passed on And so you got to realize that part of this is teaching people how you work. See, if I'm in the car business, then I'm in the cars. And so when a guy comes up, starts looking at that charger right there, I'm going to be able to say, man, that's got a 6.2. I don't know anything about cars, so I'm just throwing stuff out there. I won't say much because I'll sound really stupid. You know, but if I was in the car business, I wouldn't know cars. I mean, if I was in the computer business. I would know computers. I mean, I got a I, I got a printer in my office here, and I have my wife do all this stuff. Not that I'm not capable, but you know, I only got so much space in my brain to do it. And so right now, I'm I'm down. My printer's not working. Why? Because I got an ink cartridge out, uh, and I attempted to replace it, but I haven't paid attention. My wife's done it, and so now I can't. See, my wife is in all the technical business, so she handles all this stuff. Not that I couldn't learn it. Uh, but I don't want to learn it. I, I got my specialty. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she probably thinks about me a lot. She, that was my wife. No, that wasn't my wife. She's a lot younger than that. But she, uh, uh, you know, she handles this stuff. But I'll never forget years ago because I've done a lot of training for big corporations like Coca Cola, Kraft, Nabisco, which is today called Mondelez. Uh, and uh, I, I, I probably had. Um, Six, seven, eight, maybe 10,000 executives from Coca-Cola over the years go through my training. Maybe not that many, maybe only 5,000, but a lot of people. And I remember one time, I, the guy's name was Doug Herndon, still remember him. He, he was a friend for a while. I haven't talked to him for years, maybe decades. Uh, and uh, he was the CFO for Coca-Cola uh, from the Mid-Atlantic region, which at the time was a Baltimore area. And I remember one time it was either after class or um, in breaks between sessions or something. He said, you know, Black, 
He said, Coca-Cola is not in the sugar water business. He said, Coca-Cola is in the people business. We just sell sugar water to make a profit. And it was so cool because not too long ago, before that, and it could have been a decade earlier, I'm terrible at time, uh, I remember the Atlanta Olympics. Remember when they framed that guy, Richard, whatever his name was, about that he was the Atlanta bomber and he was a yeah, Richard Jewell. Remember, they, they ruined this guy's life. Uh, and by the way, it might have been a guy that was a special prosecutor attempting to ruin Trump's life. Maybe not, but you could look it up. Maybe so. And uh, remember that time when they want this? Here's a security guard who finds these bombs and becomes really a hero. But then they turn it on him. And they say he was the one. The reason he discovered the bomb is because he put the bomb there. And they destroyed this guy's life. So anyways, it was the same thing. But I remember at that time in the USA Today, they would do little uh, segments, pull out segments for special events, for like the Super Bowl, for the Olympics. And I remember pulling out this section, and it talked about, uh, in the headline, I can almost quote it for you, uh, corporate CEOs treated like rock stars in the Olympic Village. And in there, there was an article, and they quoted primarily the CEO of the time of McDonald's. I don't know the guy's name, but whoever it was. And he said basically the same thing. He said, McDonald's is not in the fast food business. Or maybe he said, McDonald's is not in the burger and fry business. He said, we're in the people business. We just sell burgers and fries, or we just sell fast food, whatever it was. Uh, to, so we have money uh, to be in the people business or whatever it was. But it, same concept. And ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you that we are all in the people business. I don't care what you get a paycheck from, if you get a paycheck, uh, because we interact with people. Uh, we watch news with people. Uh, we go to the mall with people. We go grocery shopping with people. We do ministry work with people. Uh, I was just in Sturgis, my, you know, my sixth year in a row, uh, dealing with 400,000 people. But each one of those bikes had a people who rode that bike. Each one of those people had a story. Each one of those people has a past. Each one of those people has pain. Each one of those people is a creator. And so you've got to know people. And if you look in the mirror, you know what you're going to see? You're going to see a people. Uh, and the old saying, well, uh, tell me, how to, where do babies come from? Well, when a man and a woman love each other, right? And you know what they do? They create a little people. And so as a parent, we're in the people business. As a parent, we're taking a little people and manipulating them. Yep, I use that word because that's the proper word. Uh, we're forming them. Uh, we're nurturing them uh, to be great people, but you've got to know how things get into our experience, how we create. This is where I go back. You know, with all my background in psychology and biology and transactional analysis and neurolinguistic programming and multiple intelligences and logotherapy and emotional intelligence and cognitive behavioral therapy, you got to know that my standard, my narrative is the Word of God. Uh, I'm a child of God. So that is my worldview. There's only two main worldviews, which is I started with in the last segment. And that is you either believe that there is a God or you believe that you are the God or that the world is the God or that God is ever, you know, you believe in the, the God of the Bible or the God of the Quran or the God of the Torah, you know the which thing. I believe is the same God, you know, just like the great white spirit by the Native Americans, it's the same God. 
or you believe that there is no God or that you can make God in your own image. And so you go to Genesis 1-1, and it says, in the beginning, God created. And I always tell people, stop there. See, we were, our first introduction to God was as creator. And then if you drop down 25 verses, it says, let us make man in our image and our likeness. What God's saying is, let us make man in the God class. Now, even though we're below the angels, we're in the God class. And we just said our first introduction to God was as creator. And so we're creating. Our thoughts create. The narrative that we have creates the frame. And that frame has with it a structure of belief systems that support that narrative. See, we, we, we are self-fulfilling creatures. So as we have a narrative, we create belief systems to support that narrative. And then we want to make sure that, that those belief systems and the narrative go hand in hand. So we'll adapt and change belief systems, whether consciously or unconsciously. See, this weekend, I'm getting ready to go into class. I'm getting ready to start uh, with Team 227. Uh, tonight, we'll have 11 people in the training room. Uh, they'll enter at 6.30. And on Saturday, when they leave at 5 p.m., there will be 11 changed individuals. Eight people, students whose lives will be forever changed and three staff members who are reminded of just how important our narrative is. And that's what we're talking about today on Like It Matters Radio. The question being, what is the narrative? I'm Black. We'll be right back. The crisis is only deepening. I said you're finished. Get out. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Did you know that the Freedom 1570 mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming Freedom 1570 at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake up with Matt Ray or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free Freedom 1570 app today. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. the, The Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and you are under construction. And today, what we're constructing is the way we work. We're reconstructing it, how we create experience. Uh, you know, we, I was talking before about uh, being a parent and how we're developing little people. And, you know, I have, a, I have uh, four children. My oldest, my daughter's 24, Faith, uh, and then I have a 22-year-old son, Christian. Uh, I have a 15-year-old son that I don't spend much time with, don't see that often. He's uh, he's with his mother, and his mother's pretty much uh, soured him on me, so it's a tough situation. And then I got my six-and-a-half-year-old son, uh, Benaiah, and Benaiah watches me all the time. He's uh, he's very astute, and uh, about uh, a month ago, you know, I told you I was putting in a bed, and uh, I pray- prayed with him, and uh, put in. A- he laid down, and I went back to praying because he likes me sitting in the room a little bit. And so, uh, as I was praying, after I prayed with him, laid him down, he was watching TV, and I'm in the room kneeling at the bed, doing my grown-up prayers. Uh, somewhere in the middle of it, I felt something. Uh, I felt something on my right shoulder, and. Uh, I looked over, uh, and he was kneeling right next to me uh, with his you know, hands in the prayer in position and his eyes closed. And it just warmed my heart. And uh, when I was done, he said, Daddy, um, I, I want to I know the Bible like you. Uh, he hears me all the time counseling people and talking to people. I, I help people. Uh, I'm on the phone nonstop. Uh, most people never pay me a penny. Uh, they reach out to me. They need some help, and I just I counsel, I guide, I, I life caddy, what I call life caddy. Uh, and it was at that point that uh, he said, you know, I'm ready to uh, be a warrior for God like you. And then I talked to him about, you know, accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, uh, and said yes. And I, you know, we we did all that. And he said, uh, and then we talked about baptism. And about two weeks ago, uh, he got baptized. Uh, it was so cool. Uh, and then I was able to, uh, I got baptized as well. That's my fourth time being baptized. But for me, it was more of a, a commitment of the rest of my life uh, to serve God the rest of my life on this planet. Uh, and uh, it was so cool. So anyways, we got him a Bible. So it just came uh, two days ago, three days ago. Uh, Red Bible, it's uh, called uh, uh, Brave Boys Bible. It's a beautiful Bible. And uh, when he got it, he was almost in tears. 
he was running around and all happy and all that. And uh, yesterday morning, my wife told me, because I'm, I'm out the door by 5. I'm up at 4 o'clock out the door by 5 to do my Bible study and then type up a text and then send it out to thousands of people all over the world. And he said, you know what? The neatest thing was, he said, this morning when Benaiah woke up, sometimes he'll watch a little VeggieTales or some TV or he'll play on his iPad a little bit before he gets going for school. And he said, uh, he got up and he said, Mom, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to play my game. And he goes, Mom, I don't want to watch TV. He goes, I, I want to read my Bible. And so he did that. And so yesterday when I went home, uh, I was reading my Bible and he pulled up his. And I was, or the day before, and I was explaining to him how it works and the Old Testament, New Testament. And so I turned him to the beginning, Genesis. And so he sat down with his Bible and he went to Genesis 1 1. He goes, In the beginning, he goes, Oh, oh, Dad, I know this. <laughs> He was so excited. He's like, Dad, Dad, I know this. I mean, because he goes to Christian school and they learn little memory verses and all that. But it was so cool that as soon as he read the words, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, he stopped and he was like a little kid on candy. He was so excited that he knew this. And now, you know, he John three sixteen, that's where he already knew what that was and so he's been turning there. I've been showing him how to find it and how to read it in Romans ten nine. And so it's really cool. But again, I want you to show we talked about Nepal. He's watching me. He's sees patterns. He's a very sharp young man. And so what I've done is I have framed for him. See we can call it a narrative, but in NLP we call it a frame. And see, there are basically two frames. I talked about it. You have a a godly frame, a biblical frame uh, that you believe man is basically uh, bad, man's broken, man's evil. The Bible says that very clearly. Uh, And all men fall short of the glory of God, that we all are sinners in need of a Savior. Uh, And so Christ died. Christ is God incarnate, came down, lived a perfect life, and became sin. And that sin was crucified on a cross. And so all those that believe in the the sacrifice of Jesus, Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with your mouth that he is risen, you will be saved. And so he has that frame. There is no other way. He sees that. I've created that narrative for him, not just through what I tell him. But what he sees me doing, he sees me counseling. He hears me talking to people for hours, sometimes on a day. And he's even though he might be playing a game, even though he might be watching his TV or eating dinner, he is listening to everything. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. You got to get this. See, we're, we're picking up stuff all the time. Now, consciously, you might not be aware of things. But unconsciously, we're taking in everything. Everything you've ever experienced in your life is stored in your unconscious brain. Now, you might not be consciously aware of it, but it's in there. And that's why someone, a master practitioner like I am of neurolinguistic programming, I can take you back to any specific time. Because a lot of our trauma, a lot of our drama uh, is something that happened that consciously we don't remember, we're not aware of. But it still have an effect on us. Why? Because our unconscious mind is the control center of the brain. It is the program piece. And if you're going to make any lasting change, You must follow the rules of the unconscious brain. And so the frame that we put around something uh, makes all the difference in the world. And the frame in NLP is defined this way, the way in which a thing is put together, an established order to shape, to form, controlled focus and discussion. 
So you got to understand what a frame is. Think about a piece of artwork. If you take that piece of artwork and you change the frame and you change the matting, you will change what your eyes are drawn to. You actually change the perception. You don't technically change the picture, but you will change the perception of that picture. You see, frames give meanings to words. Um, The frames change our internal representation because the meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. Nothing in the world has any meaning except the meaning we give it. And how we feel about something and what we do in the world are dependent upon our perception of it. And again, it's dependent on our frame. See, if we frame something as a liability, then we're going to see everything through the frame of that liability. If we frame something as a benefit, then we're going to see everything in that benefit. You look at some of the martyrs in Christianity, uh, Polycarp, right? I mean, the first bishop of Smyrna. Oh, my gosh, the way he died. Uh, I mean, just stunning. And he died joyfully. And he fed the people who were going to kill him. And he prayed for the people who were going to kill him. And he was very accommodating. They didn't have to chain him up or do anything. He walked pleasantly. And see his frame. His narrative was that uh, to, to die for the sake of Christ, for the name of Christ, is one of the highest glories there is. And because that's what the Bible says. And so there's a guy going to his death, an 86-year-old man, uh, going to be fed to the lions because the Romans at that time called them atheists. They called the Christians atheists because they refused to believe in the gods of Rome. You know, they didn't, all the mythical gods. And so they actually called people who believed in the risen Christ, who believed in monotheism, they called them atheists. That's what the the Romans called them because, yeah, because they didn't believe in all Rome's gods because you had to sacrifice to Rome's gods. You had to swear allegiance uh, to the God who led Rome, right? You understand that, right? Caesar, right? And so they were called atheists. Fascinating. And that's what you got to get about a frame, the frame through which we focus our attention, directs our conversation. This is what you got to be aware of because we've been framed. And it sounds funny, but we've been framed. And this is where you got to understand, you know, we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Uh, The study of epigenetics tells us that. And we are a 300 trillion cell community. That body that you carry around that groans and moans that you do things with it that probably shouldn't do or maybe some things you should do, that is made up of roughly 300 trillion cells. And each one of those cells is driven by their environment. That's the study of epigenetics if you look at it. So we are a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environment is between the stimulus and the response. It's in your head. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. In that space is your power. It is your freedom. Because no one can make you angry. No one can make you bitter. No one can make you shut down. You have to participate. Remember, the mind is six times faster than we talk. And so transactional analysis teaches us that there's a stimulus and there's a response. But the stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens is we go to what we know. There's a proverb that says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair because we go to what we know. A dog returns to its vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. So when someone says something or does something, we don't respond to that. Remember, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. What we do is we go to what we know. So we see something from our past or we say something from our past or we feel something from our past. And then based on that, we respond. 
So we're not responding to the truth. We're not responding to reality. We're responding to our definition, our perception of reality, our narrative. And so the narrative that you've been programmed to now is Trump is bad. Everything he does is evil. Everything he's done is for himself. Everything he's done is, is, uh, yeah. And then, but you've also been given the narrative that, uh, that Joe Biden is the most religious person, the most decent person, most compassionate person, that everything Joe Biden does, he is so caring, so compassionate. I do not yeah, want so to caring, believe so that. Compassionate. Yeah, all those dogs that were, that served us well were left abandoned to be slaughtered. All those Americans left and abandoned. All those Afghans. All the women right now being raped and tortured. All the Christians, the, the Taliban's going door to door and killing people on the spot. And they're recording it. Uh, but yeah, but we're all doing fine here. See, you got to be careful of the narrative because today we're talking about what is the narrative because the from the narrative comes everything else. I am Black. We'll be right back. The crisis is only deepening. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800 800- 583384 ReliefFactor.com. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate. Wife, I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. I'm Al Gore. I used to believe that children were our future. But they're not. They're a threat to our very existence. Children are urinating in our pools, our lakes, and our oceans, causing glaciers to melt at an alarming rate. They dig up our beaches and then eat the sand. The damage to our coastline is irreversible. We have to join together and destroy the children before it's too late. Our future depends on it. <laughs> I am black and you are back. Uh, that is so funny. You know, today we're talking about what is the narrative. And as funny as that is, that sounds, that's not that far-fetched anymore. I mean, you got Bill Gates out there that want to do population control. If you do enough research on the Internet, you'll see that if you Google, by the way, do, do this, Google the world's best doctor. Just Google that. And you know what you're going to find out? Bill Gates is the world's best doctor. Do you know Bill Gates is the third largest contributor to the World Health Organization? Look it up. Uh, and that's behind America and Great Britain. He donates more than every other country. Uh, and he's into population control. He's behind this whole, uh, it's, I can't believe people are calling it a vaccine because it's not. Uh, it's There's nothing in it that's a vaccine. It's a treatment. It's like getting chemotherapy for cancer that you might get someday. I mean, I'm just telling you, that's what it is. And uh, and so there's two different worldviews, and that's what you start seeing. You know, and, and this isn't made up. you got to realize the, these, this frame that we're talking about, this narrative that we're talking about, uh, in in uh, uh, transactional analysis, Claude Steiner wrote about it. He calls it life scripts. He says that uh, we create stories about our lives, what they have been and what they will be. And this starts in childhood when we weave our perception of ourselves and of the world around us into a narrative about what we can and will do. Uh, so important because Dr. Adler says by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their realities in place. In other words, there's their basic narrative about the world. Why do you think now the world's wanting to get your four-year-old, your five-years-old, your six-years-old to get sex change operations? They want to get them confused. They want to teach our kids uh, that white people are evil and black people are victims. They want to teach our kids uh, that that uh, sexuality is fluid. And just because you have a wee-wee in your pants doesn't mean you're a boy. And just because you don't have a wee-wee in your pants doesn't mean you're a girl. I mean, do you understand why this matters? Is because the number one weapon formed against, as I told you this before, is confusion. Uh, and when people are confused, they don't act. When people are confused, they want to find a comfort zone. They want to go to what we know. Don't you hear I keep saying it? As a human creature, we go to what we know. We go to what we know. We go to what we know. And don't you hear it's the opposite of confusion because the whole state of confusion is not knowing. 
And so you will go to some poor, some poor example, some poor strategy, if you know it, versus being confused. And this is what you got to get about the human experience. These life scripts then continue to have a deep and unconscious effect on how we live our lives. The effect that they affect the decisions we make. Uh, they control uh, what we think we could easily do and could never do. They shape our self-image, and yet we seldom realize where they come from or even don't even realize they exist at all. Our life scripts are often encouraged and shaped by parents, family members, whose life scripts were shaped by their parents and so on. That's why the Bible says the sins of the father go three to four generations for those who hate God. It's not a curse. We create an environment. We create a belief system. We create a, a situation where these kids now are living in it. Look at the world we're creating for our kids. Now, I would not want to be a kid uh, today. We are screwing this thing so up. America's done. America's not going to be around. Joe Biden, we've had eight months of Joe Biden, and we're crumbling. What's going to happen three and a half years from now? But notice this goes back to what we're talking about. This goes back to all about the narrative. And you got to realize that what's going on. Yesterday we talked about a depression. The, the show was called uh, Dying to Laugh. Highly recommend it. We had Brad Bonner on there with us. And we talked about uh, this. the body releases all these chemicals. Uh, and, man, before the pandemic, uh, we had 50 million Americans struggling with depression. Today that number is in the 100 millions, uh, at least one out of three. Are, are struggling. And here's the thing. Everything that we've been told to do, isolating, uh, you know, if you're healthy, stay home. This is crazy. Wearing these masks because a mask causes you to breathe in your waist. It's like drinking your urine. Uh, it's like eating your fecal matter. Uh, to, to breathe in your oxygen, you exhale carbon monoxide. It's, it's waste. And when you put a mask on and you then start breathing in, plus it makes people look scary. So now we're having kids, kids running around school wearing masks. They're breathing in their own waste. They can't see people smiling. They can't see any facial features. All they see is eyes. They don't know what to do. They can't breathe properly. Don't you get it? And see, and it creates this fear. It creates this angst, which creates a poor emotional health. Why does that matter? Because depression is going through the roof. PTSD is going through the roof. Uh, child abuse going through the roof. Spousal abuse going through the roof. Uh, alcoholism going through the roof. Drug addiction. No one's talking about this. Fentanyl's back on the rise. No one's talking about this because we got a democratic president. Because the media has to put out a narrative that everything's good in Joe Biden's America. Why? Because you wouldn't have been sold the narrative that anybody but Trump that Trump is evil, that Trump is bad, that Trump's causing all the problems. So anybody but Trump, that is how uh, he was elected or selected, I should say. He wasn't elected. He was selected to be president. Science. And here's what you got to get. Dep depression hurts the immune system. So everything they're doing is weakening our immune system. You know why people get so sick today, whether it's going to be superbugs? Because in the past, every time people got sick, what people do is they rush them to the doctor and they put an antibiotic in there. Now, what an antibiotic does is it helps the immune system. The problem is you, some people have never let their immune system build its muscles. We were made to, our bodies were made to defend itself. We were made to survive. This body was made that way. 
And so if you don't work your immune system, it's a muscle. If you don't work out your biceps, I mean, I've gotten flabby and fat over the last two years of not working out because of COVID-19. And I'm 55 years old, and so it all makes it worse. But, man, I used to have really good legs. I used to have really good biceps and chest, and now they're all flabby. Why? Because I haven't been working them. Yeah, stop that, John. <laughs> because I haven't been working them, right? And so you got to realize that's our immune system. Our immune system defends itself. It builds itself by working against diseases and sickness. But if we're constantly fixing it, if we're constantly sending in reinforcements so it never has to develop itself, it never gets a workout, it never gets strained or pushed or taxed, then it never develops itself. And then things that usually our body will fix easily now can kill us. What do you think the whole AIDS thing was? Autoimmune deficiency syndrome. It's that weakened our entire immune system, and so people got a cold and they died. When someone's going through chemotherapy, when my mother and father were, I could not bring around my, my babies when they were sick, had a cough or whatever, because my mom and dad could die from a kid coughing because their immune system is taxed because they're putting poison in their body to kill everything. Yeah, it might kill the cancer, but it also kills everything else. And so this is not politics. This is how you work. Depression is a whole body disorder. There's accumulated evidence that illness has deleterious effects on the heart, the brain, the bones, metabolism. Ohio State University researchers found an exaggerated inflammatory response to an immune challenge among 47 people feeling stressed and suffering subclinical depression. Following a flu, a flu shot, their bodies overproduce the immune system component, interleukin-6, a marker of long-term inflammation. And chronic inflammation is linked to cardiovascular disease, osteoporosis, arthritis, diabetes, periodontal disease, among others. That's what's happening right now. The immune system's weak. We're breathing in our own toxin. We're not exercising. We're not building our immune systems. And they're setting ourselves up, and now people are getting this shot that's altering their RNA, that's turning switches on and off, that's putting things in there that we don't know what they are. And, and, and yet, but there, again, that's the narrative. And so, ladies and gentlemen, what's going to happen this weekend is I'm going to have eight students come to my class. And they're all going to bring the narrative, their belief systems from their past, from their child of origin issues, family of origin issues. And over that two and a half days, I'm going to help them recreate a new narrative. I'm going to help them challenge their belief systems and remove belief systems that were put in place when they had no control, when they had no claim to their life, and replace them with more powerful structural ones. You need this. Go to likeitmatters.net and pray for me this weekend because we're going to be changing lives. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. Silence! I will not tolerate your insolence! HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. 
If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Ringing liberty and truth. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.